June 12, 2021. It's the Wife of Pedro Show.
show happy saturday june 12 it's k's b day uh, uh bass player for black flag and uh a winner of oscars and shit like that incredible a band member of dose uh also what came out yeah the two lone pedro record anyway we started with the believer from john coltrane and then track one from the brainwave upgrade by twig harbor and people you know brother matt still at the love grotto on the pleasure point a couple miles south but we're pulling out of this quick quarantine on mode, but still here. But I, I am not man alone, people, because of those software engineers of Estonia with their Skype invention. I got brother Twig Harper. Welcome aboard, Twig. Hey, hey. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Absolute. Absolute. And we got to thank this brutal special effects crew for the connect. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll say no more about that. <laughs> now, now cool. interesting the music you make, man. I mean, it's bitch when I got this and listened to it. I'm thinking, whoa! Uh, actually, a lot of people been connecting me this kind of thing, and uh, it's come yeah. around from from when I was a boy listening to um, what was his name? He had a, he had a show. We have a version of what you guys got up there called KPFK. Yours is K, yours was the first one, KPFA, KPFA in the Bay, Burke, uh -huh. and uh, this guy uh, Carl Stone, imaginary landscape named after Carl. Uh, who's that guy with the silence? Cage. John Cage, yeah, it's named after yeah, John yeah, Cage. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, the good thing about Alzheimer's, you're always hearing new music and <laughs> meeting new oh, people. I mean, there's, <laughs> it's an endless well. To make anyway, it, it's really weird how 40 years, 50 years later, I, I'm caught up in this kind of same trip, man. Uh, not exactly. Of course, you guys are doing your own thing, but it's trippy that. You know, I love Jack Bruce and working the bass, you know, <laughs> James Jamerson. But it's for me, music is music. And yeah. Anyway, please bring your first, uh, your earliest musical recollection, please. Oh, man. Okay. So, earliest recollection. Uh, so, I didn't, my upbringing, I was born, my parents, hippies, they, they were like, you know, they were like, we're going to drop out. You know, society's poison, culture's poison, the government's corrupt. We're gonna go farm uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. We're gonna we're we're gonna like just go back to the earth. We're gonna have chickens and cows and you know garden. And I think my mother was really into raising me and my brother like, feral as possible. <laughs> like she wanted to like keep us like some part of us vital, not poisoned by the outside world. And uh, didn't have musical instruments in the house. Didn't have a record player didn't have a tv you know so that was like this weird bubble i existed in and then but you could still have music did the family sing together dance no no oh, no okay. not really I, there was a cello my mother had but i swear i never heard her play it okay yeah you know and uh in your homeschool then no actually i went to public school a little okay. bit but i mean all can i, I really can remember I, can i ask just, you though if, if yeah yeah because, you know, a lot of schools got rid of their music programs, but did the yeah, one yeah. you go to have one? Not until, so I, I moved to Florida. Uh, you know, like, my dad couldn't, he was working at a 
car 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 auto you know uh what is a factory it closed down got a job in florida uh and so it uh you know my mother would start dragging dragging me and my brother to church methodists pretty vanilla you know but <laughs> but still some singing in church right yeah, I mean, the singing, I was, I hated church, and I was also very anxious because when people would sing and they would bring out the handbells, <laughs> something about it would just hit me right in the heart, you know, <laughs> and maybe it was the reverb, maybe it was just, you know, I'm just sensitive, but I would, I would cry, you know, like tears would just uncontrolled me, and I would be so anxious, I'm like, I don't want to do this, like, what is this going on? <laughs> it might, might have been the feral part still in you <laughs> yeah like i have no architecture for, for that okay so so trippy so no music at school no music at home a little music in mm -hmm. church but it's kind of trippy <laughs> so, but, but how do you get on a music a path well, brother Trip? yeah yeah well i think for me like my path there was books in the house and there was a salvador dolly book right and so like surrealism and I just remember pouring hours of like, whoa, this is about perception. And what am I seeing here? And what is like this? You know, like, what what is this art like doing to me? And, and so I was having profound experiences experiencing visual art. When there's a, a like a Japanese gardens in Florida that my family would go to because they like plants. And I'm pretty sure I saw like a kabuki performance there that really like blew my mind. Oh just, yeah, was it like yeah. the traditional ones where they like go for you can like leave and come back because they're going on for hours? I you know I have no idea, but I just remember they were just you know people painted up, dressed up, emoting in like sort of ways I've never I never saw you know. <laughs> right, <And> just, right. <laughs> I'm like I was like wow that was that was really something you know. Yeah yeah so th yeah. you're you're so what you're telling me because music is artistic expression uh painting yeah. like salvador dolly musical expression yeah. theater like the kabuki that's musical it's all artistic yeah. expression yeah 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 so just and different ways right totally different ways yeah yeah and so for me that was like i don't think music really ever came in i was kind of like looking at this total experience and you know looking at art and thinking about that and i think from not having just like you know hearing the radio by existing in hell america uh i it never grabbed me and then let's see like sixth grade oh god oh wait no here we go like my mother got a piano maybe when i was 12 and she or she got a piano and then she's like i'm gonna give you piano lessons because i think you need friends and uh <laughs> the teacher very strict german man oh so bad experience. You, you can probably guess. You yeah, can probably yeah. guess what happened next. <laughs> I've had so many guests on the show, brother Twig, that we the yeah. It almost made him quit music. I know, I know. I mean, he had the ruler out and everything. I definitely got my hands <laughs> smacked, you know. And I was, but I think that something in me at that point was just like, I don't need this system. Like, if I want to do music, I don't need this, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, like sixth grade school band uh, wanted to play drums, and when they had me try out, they're just like. You have no rhythm. Here's the clarinet, you know? Uh, <laughs> Licorice stick. <laughs> that used then, to be uh, very popular, you know, about 50, 60 years ago. Like Benny Goodman, Artie Shaw. I mean, it was like the front man of the band. But yeah, it got eclipsed. <laughs> I was last chair. Yeah, yeah. I was like... No, it, but the cool thing was, second to last chair, he was a skateboarder. And he had cassette tapes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the great connect people. Yeah. So like getting turned on to punk, you know, and just being like, what is this? This this whole other world, you know? Yeah, because when you say Florida, hell, America, well, what yeah. about fucking Rat Bastard? I think he's way in the south of there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was kind of 
more north of Miami, and I was kind of out in the stick, you okay. know, north of Palm Beach in the sticks, 45 minutes to there. So I wasn't aware of him. The also, the country's mixed up. We have patches of everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, was, so to uh, go on, you, you, you're. You're in the last chair with clarinet, but you're connected to a cat who can turn you on with which was bitching in those days, the mixtape, yeah. because this is how, right? This is how we pollute each other with creativity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was like, I mean, I think that's the thing that was like, you know, seeing how sort of like all this punk stuff that was happening, you know, some years before, but it distilled all the way down to this point. You know, it was still going on, too. But like, I think a lot of the stuff was like, oh, this is already, you know happened or gone or in you know in some form is still happening but it was like a it felt like another world you know it felt like an entryway into something dangerous and not you know not like america yeah right but you know hodges once i was doing my, my first album steve hodges and nels klein and I, I told him i was scared and hodge said look being scared has got like being a little bit excited yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i want to play something here from you track two yeah. Very imaginative title.
feelings can't know for sure Try to reach out But it's gone Lucky stars In your eyes I am walking A cow I really don't know How I came Here I'm staying here Oh, oh I am walking A cow Try to point my finger But the wind is blowing around in circles Circles Lucky stars In your eyes I am walking The cow Thank you. 
I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm gonna make what the forces do when no one bothers you. I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm gonna lay right in this hole. Hope everyone leaves me alone with the dirt tucked right up to my eyes. I'm gonna lay right in this street. Hope no one bothers me. It'll be ever so sweet. I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm gonna make what the corpses do when no one bothers you. I'm just gonna lay here and hope everyone leaves me alone. I'm gonna lay right in this hole. Hope everyone leaves me alone with the dirt stuck right up to my eyes. Okay, here's a song that I like for Night Trotter. Thank you. 
Pedro Show. That was Twig Harper with track two from the Brainwave Upgrade. And then James Elegans, he did his, his uh, so many people have covered this tune, Walking the Count Clue, myself, and he kind of used some of my interp, but we stuck with the, mainly the words and the chords, but like he came my uh, mercy beat thing. And then had Boggle after that, he's on the show last week, Bass Morse. Track three, Brainwave Upgrade, Twig Harbor. Eviction. There's Victoria Shin with yeah. Fever Pitch. Yeah, incredible. She just turned me on to this uh, invention where she's got stylus on her oh, fingernails man. so she can do four. Oh. <laughs> so cool. So cool. <laughs> man, Love she's it. like, yeah, scientist rock, man. I mean, yes. incredible. Uh, now I so want to lay here from SLWCC Water Project. Did an album last a month with the Sam Lock Ward, Iowa City. Bob Buckle Jr. is buddy in nearby Dubuque, so over the rainbow. And finally, Twig Harbor with track four. Very imaginative with these tops. Brainwave <laughs> <laughs> upgrade. Okay, to continue, you, you, somebody's fucking pride open the fucking creativity door. You're, you're ready to let yeah. the freak flag fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think another important thing that happened to me at this time, my, my mother went through a divorce and she was like dating someone who played... Uh, played bass in a yeah. bar rock band all right no. and uh i went and saw i like the I bass part like, though the what i like the bass part but the bar yeah, band yeah, part yeah. not so much yeah yeah i mean they, i saw them play at like you know maybe it was like an oyster bar or something and i had you know it was like whatever but i liked the volume of it hey and speaking so, of a florida bar there was one called yeah. the flamingo in st petersburg i think jack kerouac ends up that ends up killing him that fight he gets in oh no I just read about this <laughs> anyway go on go on yeah yeah but uh i saw saw the band and then i asked him I'm like hey could i get a guitar you know i didn't know any difference like what guitars were um because i wanted it for the amplifier he gives me an acoustic guitar and he's like well i want you to learn how to play this you know maybe we'll get you an amp and i i picked that thing up and just like was yeah. like I've got too much ADD to actually understand how this works. <laughs> fail, 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 fail. Yeah. But from that moment, I was yeah. like, well, I want to make music. What do I have in my hands? And this is, I think, a common story. I feel like I've talked to people around the cassette world. Is like you figure out that actually there's a record button on that cassette player. And this cassette and, player can be a musical instrument. Yeah. And so I figured out, how, like, oh, if you just tape over the erase head, you can do sound on sound. Right. And so that was Great. like my first way into like uh, sound making. Like layering it up. Yeah. Yeah. Layering it up. Yeah. And just just doing that. And, you know, there really wasn't the town I was in. There wasn't like a really a music scene. And then I ended up moving to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And at that time, there was just like a collection, you know, of magic happening when a scene was developing and all these people. Well, that's Stooges um, Town. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, that's <laughs> Michigan has a heavy, heavy history. You know, the bar's really high. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But but you started the experiment with the cassettes in Florida. Now you're yeah. in Ann Arbor. Yeah. No performances, but you're doing compositions in the bedroom or something? Yeah, pretty much. But only, you know, I mean, mainly just to like my few friends, like just so we could take drugs and listen to sound. And I was like, I'll just make the soundtrack. Right. That's a good <laughs> idea. Good idea. It's got to have a purpose, right? You got to anchor it to something. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to, I mean, it's music social. So, right, you know, absolutely. it's a utility. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, uh, and w w did you have any heroes? Did you find like-minded cassette people? Well, I mean, having heard punk, I heard, uh, 
uh, you know, butthole surfers. Uh, people turned me on to like Chrome. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, music from the movement. But what about in this yeah. endeavor, working the machines like you are? Did you have compatriots? Well, in, yeah, yeah. In Michigan, so like I got, got a crew in Michigan. Okay. So it was like, uh, let me see, people who you've actually had on your show recently, like Aaron Dillaway. Oh, shit. Uh, Tom, yeah. Did you, a couple yeah, of days Tom ago. Holman, USA is a Monster, uh, Nathan Young from Wolf Eyes, handful, of, you know, just tons of people everywhere. And so we were all there, like, you know, late teens, early, you know, we were still all teenagers when we met. And our brains were just like on the same wave. So, is it this kind of situation where, like, kind of incestuous, everybody's in different projects with each other? Yeah, must have been, you know, maybe 10 of us, but, like, 30 projects. <laughs> 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 and they're just different aug augmentations, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like, this band sounds like this, and, like, what influences are we going to put into this one? And, like, you know, we had one band uh, uh, called The Beast People. We would dress up in, um, like, we were beasts. You know, so it's like kind of performative and like sticking. Okay, okay, mics. okay. We're talking performances. Yeah. So you start doing gigs. Yeah. It's not just taking drugs and listening to music. You're actually performing. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, tell me about your first one. You can only okay. have your first okay. one once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, which is, I don't know if it's a high. I don't know if this would be considered the high school band because I got expelled from every high school I went to. <laughs> Okay. But uh, you're, you're uh, a plus in the I school life, brother. Yeah, yeah. I started it, and it was it was called Scheme. Scheme, like we're up to something bad. Right. And right. Uh, kind of like the whole thing was like I I was like, okay, we're just going to get a bunch of people together and we're going to freak out. Um, <laughs> and like I don't care who's in it. Uh, and so you mean we the ensemble? Kind of the... You're talking about the ensemble uh, sharing the stage with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, in stage, I mean, stage is loose because, like, you know, one night we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, okay, let's get in the car, throw all this junk, like, literally junk, drive to frat houses, pretend we're a lost, like, reggae band, and <laughs> that we're, like, knock on the door of this frat house and be like, hey, we're the band, we're here to play, and then, like, convince them to let us play and be like, oh, well, we're here anyway. Yeah, we're just going to play for a little bit and have a free party. But then the whole MO would be like smash everything in the room and get out before we got beat up and then go to the next. <laughs> you know, the Stooges guy, you know, I did 125 months with them. They told me that was a yeah. gig was playing frat houses. Ann Arbor had buttloads of them. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's so fucking square, John, because I come, you know, I'm 13 in 1970. So the idea of playing frat houses is like, what the fuck? But you guys yeah. were kind of being a little provocative uh, bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, we were we were extremely bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was the scheme. It was the scheme. It was the scheme. Yeah. Oh, uh, so in a way, so the gig, even though, yeah, maybe you didn't get asked for an encore. In a way, the gig was a success. Oh, it was a total. Yeah, total. <laughs> they didn't get to fucking throw chingasos on you, and you got out of dodge after fucking blowing their fucking yeah. minds. I mean, there, yeah, there had been a few shows where definitely people have gotten beat up and you know and you know cut and stuff and. uh you know, there was one night where I decided to uh, cut cut the power to a, a competing house show with a bolt cutters on the main power main. Uh, bad, very bad idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know the one hand rule, right? Because if you get only 100 yeah. milliamps across your chest, you can have a heart attack. So yeah, yeah, electri yeah. electrical want... workers always work with one hand. So don't go across yeah. your chest. Now, bolt cutter, you got hand one in each hand and they're metal. Yeah, well, they had rubber, and I knew the one hand thing, but I was still. Um, but my friend who watched stood back twenty feet, and was like, "You're <laughs> totally insane." Said it looked like a Looney Tunes cartoon where like a big. Would you see the skeleton? He could, he could see the skeleton, and he had to like throw me over his shoulder. 
<laughs> oh man, too much. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, June 12, 2021. Dish Wap Peter's so special guest, Twig Harper. Hold time for hour two. June 12, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
I wandered I never wandered Turgid apprehension Dirty declension Of all my nasty Secret room A day's notice We were on the moon Late dinners and a ticket to the show
For Pedro Show, that was track five. Brain, we'll start off the second hour. Track five, Brainwave Upgrade, Twig Harper. Then Ben Salter out of Tasmania was squandering. Track six, Brainwave Upgrade, Twig Harper. Jesus saved me from my fellow Christians from the Klein Quartet, Brother Scotty in North Carolina. I just floated him a bunch of bass for a collab with uh, Makoto Kawabata. And uh, let's see what happens. Finally, Twig Harper, track seven, Brainwave yes. Upgrade. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern. Okay, so so what happens after these first uh, uh, scheme gigs? Well, I, I, what sort of happened, I think, at that time was it, it, it just got too chaotic, too many people, too free. And so the energy with the people, you know... I, it was too free. And then the energy that I was like, that I was more like interested in focusing on, um, there was an offshoot of that called not nautical almanac. And that was Nathan Young from Wolf Eyes. And then our friend Saul Meltzer. And we were like, okay, let's do songs. Um, cause we had seen like, uh, this band couch there, uh, oh, Dillaway's band. Aaron Dillaway was talking about couch. Yeah. 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 So they like people who were doing like songs, um, but you know, pretty, pretty out there stuff. And so, yeah, let's do, you know, like, let's have this band band and, uh, it, it, it kind of, well, and then we, okay. So we did that for a while and then I had to leave Michigan in the trunk of a car. Cause the police were like looking for me without a warrant. And my pro bono lawyer was like, get, get the hell out of town. So I ended up going to Chicago. I know for a while, Ann Arbor had like a $5 ticket for Mota. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this wasn't for Mota. <laughs> no, it was, it was throwing tear gas at cops. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> so all of a sudden now you're doing gigs in Chicago. Yeah. So I, I went there and then, um, the person, uh, my partner for like 20 something years, uh, she, Car- Carly Patak, she moved there with me and then we just started becoming a duo and we were exploring, um, like rewiring electronics and like toys and garbage because never really had money for musical instruments. So the whole idea was kind of like, how do we, you know, make sound, you know, create your um, own, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm always, I've always been kind of techie. Um, in that way, like I don't, I do have like bad rhythm and I think I don't actually hear music like most people, but I, so I look at it more as like a structural, um, shape form. Well, you know, you look at nature and if you Uh like the wind and the waves of the water, it's not such a a metronome, more like swells. Yeah. Not straight time, not straight time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. It's like that might be is, a human invention, you know, some kind of like like ethnic cleansing or pure breed or something. <laughs> yeah, totally, completely. So you're building toys. You you probably mm-hmm. uh, using amplifiers, right? That yeah, thing you wanted in Florida. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, and then gigging out and doing tours, and then like connecting with people, you know, in California and Providence and you know Chicago, Michigan, and touring around. At that time, now, now, yeah. now, well, now, torn 
as far as the gear goes, what was it, a couple suitcases? Yeah, suitcases, yeah, and a bunch of junk in the suitcases, yeah. So with uh, yeah. So you didn't even have to use a, a boat, a van. You could use a, a, a sedan or a station wagon, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. It could, could be really compact because you're just going directly in. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I've always yeah. wondered about that shit. We're, they're getting smaller shit now for the bass amps and stuff. But uh, drummers still, it's, yeah, the guy in the rear with lots of gear. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yep, fuck. Yep. But, but, but electronics, you can be pretty portable, huh? theoretically yeah yeah you can be be small i mean that's you know i mean i think the downside of electronics is is they're the interface like how do you make it into the real world like that's the beauty of it like or the challenge that's the challenge right yeah yeah like how do you make it more human how do you make it more you know interactive right like you're not just hitting the space bar bar on the crap top Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people really want to go to a gig to see that. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Yeah. But if you have like exploding rewired electronics, that's pretty good because you're yeah. actually like communicating with this thing and you're like, okay, maybe you t- t- please make Absolutely. this sound. Yeah, yeah. Beg yeah. <laughs> from it. Look, I want to continue with this uh, track uh, from the Brainwave upgrade. Let's go to eight. Track eight.
I'm not gonna 
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off that Chuck Music, Twig Harper, track eight, Brainwave Upgrade. And then from Hokkaido, Slang with Copa Mijin. Then uh, Lisa Cameron, Sandy Ewan with Rhino Kamira. Ch- uh, it's Greek, what? Kamira, it's a <laughs> kind of Gorgon, right? Or it's a monster turning you stoned upstairs. Twig Harper, track nine, Brainwave Upgrade. Toxic Sunrise, Sam Malak Word. Whoa, yeah. But this Wadi ain't with him here. It's Man Alone there. And then finally, track 10, Brainwave Upgrade, Twig Harbor. And people, I want to explain off air, but Twig was explaining to me that this Brainwave, it, it's got that adjective upgrade or upgraded would be a better way. Yeah, so it's, it's it, those are recordings. That was, uh, I think, my first CDR I released in from 2000 and 2001. And, you know, I woke up one day and was like, oh, wait, is that really 20 years ago? And so... I was like, maybe I'll just put this up on Bandcamp because I just, you know, set one of those up. And I was like, maybe, you know, people should hear this. And so I just, you know, did a little slight tweaking to the audio, maybe a little extra here and there. But basically, the, it's the same thing that I released. And, and as far as titles, like, fuck uh-huh. it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, instrumental, I think titles live in a trippy world of instrumental music anyway. Yeah. Sometimes it's really key. I mean... Uh, John Coltrane calls that song Alabama, you you know, and then the way he's playing it. But that yeah. title, yeah, different than calling it Lush Life or something. You know, yeah. titles can be uh, intense, but then they can also be a burden. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I think for, and yeah, I think I your mean, music I, is more, yeah, a little free of that. It's free, yeah. I mean, the, my, the recorded music I make is just sort of like, well, here's some sounds I made, you know? I'm like, I don't really, you know, uh, oh, the kind of view, like. Uh, that's interesting. You say yeah. music I record. It's different than music I perform in front of people. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, I kind of have a dis a different approach for both of those. Yeah, like I stopped in 2012. I stopped. I was I got rid of my recording computer and my recording setup, and I was I was like I'm not gonna record anymore. I'm just gonna do live, and so I just Why? played live. Why? I, I, I think I was just getting too bogged down. Yeah. And I didn't, I was kind of maybe burnt out a little bit of just, just doing it and needed a break from actually like. But not music. Materials. You just didn't want to do recording. You wanted to do performance still. Yeah. I, I was really into the idea of just being like, well, every, like if you're here, you see it, you know, like in it, it, it's, this is the moment and it's not like, I was just, so I don't know. I, I was, it was a heavy time in my life and I, just stop but i i stopped uh, 2012 and i just got a new like recording set up uh during the pandemic basically well silver lining yeah right yeah, yeah. i, I, I yeah. remember prod here with some longshoremen and pedro it's called the lemonade makers right? <laughs> because if it's gonna rain lemons just don't fucking feel sorry for yourself do do something <laughs> yeah, yeah sit on your fucking hands i mean so okay so you're back in so you haven't been recording for nine years yeah, yeah, time flies, huh? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, sometimes, look at Ar- Artur Rimbaud. He only did poetry for three years. He ended up, like, running guns. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, yeah. you know, life is trippy. Yeah, it's trippy, and, you know, I think the dominant culture always wants everyone to be a child genius, and it's just like, life is oh, not yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, That's such bullshit. That's yeah. so their parents can stop working, and they can milk them like little cows. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think in Cali here, we got the Jackie Coogan law because they would steal in the also the olympic athletes and shit yeah even the k-pop i was reading these dormitory like 
based on the Disney uh, Mouseketeer. Oh, oh man, Talent yeah. Dachau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, so so uh, you just got back in the recording. You probably got a buttload of shit on your mind. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I mean, I feel honestly for like in the first time in my life, I'm actually just barely scraping the surface of what my like internal musical mind thinks and feels. And I've just been like, oh, wait, I've spent my whole life doing music, but it's never been anywhere close to like actually what I feel. So it's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm so like everything's magical right now. Wow. Like... It wasn't real. Like what? Like a holding pattern? In Before, wait, before. What? Not now, but before. When you were doing music, you said it wasn't real? Well, it didn't I just feel, feel real. like it, it wasn't what I was... There was things inside of me I couldn't express. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. John Coltrane yeah. would say this. He says, I'm hearing stuff that I can't play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. that That's really interesting. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. Uh, June 12, 2021, a Dishwapito Show special guest, Twig Harper, hold a tight for our freak. March, March, shit. June 12, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro show. <laughs> we call that pilot error. <laughs> Can't blame the plane, right? Uh, start the third hour off with Twig Harper. Now this, the brainwave is over, people. Now we're into an, another project he did called the External Boundless Prison, and this is part one. Uh, Head. There was a monkeys movie called Head, and then Troopa Troopa from Poland with Mist. And then part two of this external boundless prison from Twig Harper, this part's called Phone. Tell us about this external boundless prison. Uh, is this after the... Well, the well, way I understand so the, it is uh, Brainwave is 2000, right? It's, it's 2002, then you do another thing, but 19 years, but you quit 12 years. So does this come in yeah. between 2002 and 2012? This, that one was... I kind of view that I recorded that at the beginning of the pandemic and okay. So this stuff is really contemporary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that one was me just picking up where I left off and I was just trying to like put it to bed and then be able to go somewhere else. Yeah. Right. 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 Take out the trash, make more room for the, in the can. (laughs) So, so the idea of the external boundless prison, because there's some kind of contradictory, imagery going on there yeah yeah right i mean in some ways i'm just like what does this pandemic feel like i feel like it's oh you're you're talking about the sitch okay yeah i I understand so external balance prison yeah so we're constrained but in some ways we're always constrained right that just kind of changes and but what is to be done yeah the choices right whoa yeah yeah, yeah. Well, right. If you have too much freedom, no boundaries. Right. It's not interesting, right. you know. And and you really can't do anything. And when you set a clear, you know, goalpost guidelines of something, you can still have you know in, experience infinity within that. Um, and and it actually is a more helpful, I think, a more helpful tool. Yeah, it makes great sense. And of yeah. course, part one is the head because that's where the shit starts. Yeah, yeah. And then the phone. That's how you make connects, especially yeah. if you're in prison uh, yeah. or, the, or, you know, COVID-19 or, okay, okay. So, so in a way, so, so do you have a, in your compositions, do you, like uh, who was on yesterday, Copious Notes, that's the name of his record, you know, and he said that's how he, he, he gets ready for his albums, he makes copious notes. Do you huh. do that or, or is it kind of like your performances where you improvise? I, well, what I've, so currently, and what I've been working on in the pandemic is really trying to think about, like, I like improvisation. I like, I like the freedom of how, like, certain events will just kind of mash in each other. Like, two worlds are coming together and colliding, but how do I put those in a more of a compositional framework? Um, you know, like, if, like okay, these are the voices or these are the events, but they all happen at this set time. Okay. You know, and so it's sort of like movement, 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 movement. And I'll, you know, I'll doodle sometimes, um, uh, you know, pictures of like what I think sound waves or movements will be too. So like graphic Uh, scoring is something I'm, you know. Like a storyboard for theater or TV or movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very, you know, for me, it's very abstract because that's how I like my, my brain, you know. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And fuck. What stuff do we have control over? Not only our expression. I want to play part three now. The wall.
Blast music for this edition. Start that chunk off with Wall, which is the third part of External Boundless Prison from Twig Harper. Then we had live uh, a band called Stair Kits, no wave band from the late 70s, New York City. Strength Accumulative. Accumulate, sorry. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> and then, and then uh, get this. Here's Lydia Lunch doing a Creedence cover. <laughs> I know, I know. From around there, like 1980. Okay, so it's early 80. But it, she had a, little, a band for a little bit called Eight Eye Spy, and it's that band. And um, to live and shave in L.A. After that, and I, I don't know if Rat Bastards on this recording, but he did uh, do bass for some of them. I know. Yeah, I think so Thirst is in this bit. one. It's called yeah. Mothers Over Silver Point. Then the Blood Quartet. This has got a Mark Cunningham from the No Wave band Mars. Off no yeah. New York, yeah, right. He's living in Barcelona a lot of years now, and they got a new Barcelona what? Uh, new York City limits. And then finally, the fourth part of external bottomless prison, paper. Paper. Twig Harper. Now, why is the fourth? I can understand wall, especially with the sitch. But what? Yeah. Let's see. Why does it resolve with paper? Or maybe it doesn't resolve. Maybe that's a springboard I, I don't think for the it resolves. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of critical of those recordings, uh, but, you know, I, I accept them. But I don't know. Paper was flimsy. You know, maybe the next chapter was something about paper. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about next. Yeah. Uh, you got plans? Oh, man, I have plans. Well, so I live in Baltimore and I, I uh, gosh, I am renovating my building, which is an in, infinite project here you know it's, uh, uh moved to baltimore in 2001 um, me and carly and we bought basically an abandoned building and uh i've been renovating it ever since and it's been through all these different you know permutations but kind of like one of my main trips is like i have a lot of space so i give artists and musicians um very cheap rent with an access to space so they can do stuff can, can yeah, I ask yeah. you a question about saying Baltimore? Because I had a cat yeah. on the show via Evan Lipson, a bass man, uh-huh. a Philly uh-huh. guy, named Door. And he's got a Door. band called oh, Network yeah. Glass. And this cat yeah. is, blows my mind with this shit. Yeah. Door's a character, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. What about this band called Mold Omen? Um, they're here. They're from here. I'm not. I play buttloads of their stuff. I've never met them or anything. They've never been on the show. But those, those are two cats. I mean, I've had several Baltimore, a lot of interesting. That's uh, happening music scene. That's bitching that, because it's not just about bringing the sounds. It's about having a space like like your. Yeah, I mean that's for me. That's a very been a very important thing to be in. Like space is like, you know access to maybe it's just i'm a penny pitcher or maybe i grew up super poor but i'm just sort of like you know that's the biggest hurdle in our society i think for oh absolutely look look minuteman had this uh right spiel right we jam econo that was not just a slogan <laughs> yeah 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 if you grow up working class or said yeah you learn how how to make the dream fit the tent yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, we got, you got the other options that can be kind of grim, but I mean, I, <laughs> I, I really value hard work, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. so you're like, in a way, kind of maintaining the Petri dish culture. But what about yeah. you on your personal music? Yeah, I mean, I, so the thing I've been into recently, which has been a really big challenge because of, I, I sort of, I kind of view myself as a little bit of a, you know, I don't really understand music, quote unquote. 
Um, but I understand sound is I've as a it's really funny as an electronic musician. I don't I had no idea about like MIDI or like you know samples until a couple of years ago. So I'm very new to this that that kind of the this world, and I've been really into orchestra. MIDI orchestra, uh, digital worlds, virtual orchestra. So I've been trying to compose uh, orchestra music. <laughs> no, no. Why not? Maybe yeah. that, it's it's a good thing that shit came later because you have yeah. this background with the other trip. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, I think the, the thing that my music had suffered in the past is like I was maybe too attached to this idea of like, I need to create every sound and it needs to be completely alien and no one knows, needs to know where it's coming from. And I, something flipped where it's like, what if I just use the most recognizable sounds ever, but then still use how I, uh, assemble music. I think that's uh, brother twig. I think that's totally valid because the experience yeah. is personal. Yeah. And if you, and if you're thinking about these things, your expression is you thinking out loud about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's totally valid. And where you were before, that's where you were on that journey. And now you're here. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, life is such a trip. So many twists and turns. In it. Yeah. But look, when you get the next thing recorded, will you come on the show? We can play it and talk about it. Oh yeah, I would love to. That'd All be right. Great honor. Bitchin'. Yeah. Bitchin'. Thank you so much. I want to thank you really for being on the show. It means a lot to me. It's... And thank you to the. Uh, Brutal sound effects crew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you should not be named. People, it's been the June 12, 2021 edition of Fever, so keep your powder dry.